Hey, welcome. You got it locked into the crossover with me, Matty G, and this guy right here, the Super Catch Matrix. How, how are you recovering after your Vegas stint over the weekend, Matty? Oh, mate, the Vegas stint. Look, I went over with the NRL players. I'm just looking looking pretty good over there in Vegas. Look, it's this time of year where we just love to look at the NBA and the in-season tournament and the greatness that was LeBron James and the Lakers, but that's over and done with now because there's still like something 60 games to go of an NBA season and it all comes about one championship at the end of it. And if you are chasing your championship, you need to get your shit together in week eight. And I guess what this one's about. Welcome to the crossover. Let's talk week eight. Welcome to the ultimate super coach and fantasy sports show. You are now listening to the Insight Fantasy Sports Podcast. Matt, can I just tell you, this was a fantasy sports podcast because we're about to get into, I guess, injury news and updates to start the pod as we do every single week. I wish I could do a daycare update because I'm on the injured list right now. I'm recovering. Have you? <laughs> Mate, my, my kid's in daycare. I get sick every second week. I swear I have in the last. 12 months, I have had diseases I've never heard of. I feel like half of the NBA report, fantasy fantasy managers, like listing report, Matty G did not set lineup, has a cold and flu. Matt, inactive. To, Matty, got to put him in the IR spot, hand, foot, and mouth disease. Like, you know, you just stashed away. And I guess that brings us to this one. A little bit of an envy group out for two games. Can't play back-to-backs. Lung damage. Shout out to you, CJ McCollum. Hey, let's get out to a uh, NBA update for the week. It, that comes so fast. I don't know what to have at the end of it. Um, this is the time of week where we go through each and every single team. What's going on with them and their rosters? Maddie, do you want to start us off in the ATL? Do you want to? Do you want to take us? Yeah, through yeah. The first Look, one? in Atlanta, Trey Young did not play Friday's game against the Sixers due to illness, but he'll be good to go to start the week. Uh, Jalen Johnson's still a little bit away. Um, I'll be looking at people like Sadiq Bay, and I am a modern day poet. And I didn't even know it. Um, oh, nothing. <laughs> you know, like the guy who does the NBA countdown. It may, everything has to rhyme in time. It's like listening to a, a hip hop Dr. Zeus. Yeah. Look, uh, Boston's not available, and I can't rhyme anything with available because there's no injuries in Boston at the moment. Um, with Brooklyn, Dennis Smith Jr. did not play Friday against the Wizards. Lonnie Walker is missing the next five games, and Ben Simmons is still out, just like our jury on him. Um, the Charlotte Hornets, LaMelo Ball is doing individual workouts, still to be reevaluated next week, and really without a timetable there. Um, mate, hit us with Chicago. Yeah, Zach Levine is out for three or four weeks because he's possibly going to go get a beer just like Maddie's going to do because I forgot to crack mine for the night and I'm battling a head cold, so I can't do one. But I am sounding more gruff and manly. Look, Zach Levine's ego is damaged because no one wants to trade for him. He snuck back in with the beer. Uh, it's actually called foot soreness, but it is ego soreness with Zach Levine that nobody is uh, chomping at the bit to put him on their rosters. So he'll be out for another three or four weeks so he doesn't get injured in the meantime, and they can probably try and work up some bullshit for him close to the deadline. Um, 
Alex Caruso was out Monday and Tuesday. We've had the update. Uh, Patrick Williams there. I'll talk about that later on. Cleveland, the one for here, though, two of the big guns who are doing uh, the guy who's had an improved season. Shout out to you, Evan Mobley. He um, is out with knee soreness. There's a lot of knee soreness in the NBA. Karis LeVert will be out too. In Dallas, which I think we have some real opportunities, so we'll jump into that when we're looking at waiver targets later. Kyrie has a heel contusion. The MRIs come back. It's a really weird synopsis, like everything that evolves around Kyrie Irving, Maddie, It's like he'll miss the first game of the back-to-back, but he could be back for the second game versus the Lakers, funnily enough. So I just don't know what that kind of means. Uh, Grant Williams is out. They want him to fully practice before he makes his way back in. And uh, Josh Green is going to miss out a couple of weeks with elbow soreness. Nothing going on in Denver. They're back there uh, in Detroit. Jalen Duran is going to miss about two weeks. So we're looking for Marvin Bagley the third to get some extra run. And guys like Isaiah Stewart, mate, the Warriors. How, how are they going for you? Mate, the Warriors are doing just fine. They're, they're running along. Uh, Houston, there's no injuries. Uh, Andrew yeah. Nebhard's going to miss at least a week at Indiana. Um yep. Going down to uh, Memphis, of course, they're missing Marcus Smart. Uh, ben Adebayo has just missed the last three games in Miami. Um, Hayward Highsmith has, this, has missed the last couple games due to a back injury. Um, yeah, I don't really know what's happening at Miami. I can't work out their rotations in any way, shape, or form. Um, Anthony Edwards missed Friday's game against the Grizzlies with a hip pointer issue and did not return. Um, as somebody that's had a hit pointer issue, it's more pain management. I was going to say, you brought, you brought that up on the pod the other day. You actually called this out a couple of weeks ago when you were talking about it, when we, we first said about it. You said it's yeah, like it, one of these injuries that just like just lasts for a while. Like it just doesn't, just doesn't fuck off basically. Yeah, and they tell you that you can't make it any worse, which makes you keep going out and keep playing. And that's probably why he played against the Grizzlies and then pulled out. As an Edwards owner, I'm a little bit worried over the next couple of weeks um, because yeah, I'll it's going to be. Trade you a bag management. of chips for him. Yeah, look, I need uh, <laughs> I need those good kettle ones though. Um, but no, no, low key yeah. in Australia, Audi the truffle mate, hundred percent. If there are any chip lovers out there, I do not know what the what what is going on in the Audi water. And you you know me, Maddie, I, I love my crisps, my chips, mate. Audi legitimately has this flavor. It's like. Olive oil and truffle, and it is. I'm gonna. I kid you not. I've got bags in here. Um, I'm gonna talk about Jaden McDaniel's while he's gone. Jaden McDaniel's has been cleared to do individual on-court activities while he has his truffle chips. I reckon I could go with a few of them. Um, I will give you this bag of of of, of Audi chips for Anthony Edwards in a league. Hundred <laughs> percent. Sounds good. They're the good ones. Um. Mate, uh, have a look at the Knicks because a bit's been going on with Mitchell Robinson, which has some fantasy impact. Yeah, look, the foot issue there, obviously this opens up a pathway for Isaiah Hartenstein. Uh, He gets the run of minutes whenever Mitchell Robinson is down. So looking to bring in Isaiah Hartenstein when we get more of an update against uh, Mitchell Robinson. It looks like he'll be out for an extended, not an extended period of time, but a couple of games you'll be able to juice there. Um, but look, he played some of the third quarter, then he sat the fourth. We don't know what's going on. OKC, um, apart from Giddy, we don't know what's going on, but we have had clarification from Adam Silver, funnily enough, who spoke about the whole Giddy situation. There is no danger of him for the interim, any repercussions or sitting out time from the NBA. So all those people who are still looking for like, when are they going to do something? Because it's a criminal investigation currently, until that's back, they're not touching this with a 10-foot. The NBA is basically not touching it with a 10-foot pole. 
until the criminal thing. So everyone who's worried if you're a giddy owner, just stand pat and don't make any silly moves yet until that gets down the pipeline. I was so close. And I know I said about individual stories, but I was so close to trading him in a dynasty league for like Spencer Dinwiddie and, uh, and Jonathan Isaac. Um, just because there was so much uncertainty. There was so much uncertainty about him. I traded for him at the peak, and I felt like if I threw out a Spencer Dinwiddie and uh, Jonathan Isaac and lost them because, um, you know, Giddy drops off the face of the earth when it comes to NBA fantasy, I could live with that. So close, and then some of this news come out, and, yeah, it went away. Look, I I don't know what's going on. Look, this is probably what's been going on with Giddy for the season because generally these things come – you kind of get wind of this before it happens, even from a personal level. Like – not to say anything, but I just can imagine the thing like, oh, yeah, I'm going to let this go unless you pay me. Like, we've all heard these crazy stories before. Uh, this has been – look, it's a police investigation. It is what it is. But for those people who are really worried about the Josh Giddy thing, you can judge him on his performance right now, which hasn't been flashed this season. For all those people who are overdrafting Josh Giddy, this is why we didn't in the first place because with, you know, Chet in town, even though there's chemistry – it's something someone's got to give. So there's still value in him, but you're not going to get a lot back for him. Uh, Orlando, the guy who has been doing really well this season and who's been exceeding is Jalen Suggs. Uh, he missed Friday's game and Jonathan Isaac, both with ankle injuries. Philadelphia is back to business as usual. Now that Kelly Oubre is back on the bike, so to speak. And Phoenix, let's look at, let's be very interested what's happening with uh, Kevin Durant because his ankle is sprained. We've got great Grace and Allen with a groin strain and uh, concussion protocol for Nasir Little, mate, in Portland. What's happening there? Mate, can I just go back to Phoenix for a second and say Grayson Allen, who I've considered an ad, um, he's somebody mm-hmm. that I've had. Just Grayson we had Allen the same and, conversation last week. Yep. Yeah, but now that Beal's back, are we looking at Grayson Allen? Like, that's my question. I just, I'm not sure straight away what they're going to eat. I've, I've taken Eric Gordon. I picked up Eric Gordon for the first bit because Beal is going to be back. His minutes are going to be hampered a little bit. Like they're not just going to, they're just going to throw him back out there. Like he's still like, he's going to return on Tuesday, but he's targeting that. So the, the rumor is that he's targeting Tuesday, but can he? And it's the first night of a back-to-back sequence for the Phoenix Suns this week as well. They're playing Tuesday, Wednesday, I'm pretty sure in the back-to-back series. Let me check out my, yeah, they're playing Tuesday, Wednesday. So I highly doubt that they're going to roll out Bradley Beal twice. So I think the pickup, and I think the stronger pickup, you said it last week, and I wasn't sure. I think it was Allen, and you said, no, Matty, I reckon it's Eric Gordon. And I took Grayson Allen, and he did okay. But then again, who did even better was Eric Gordon. So the, yep. the second that I did the flip, so I've taken Gordon, I've, I've taken Eric Gordon this week bumping into the week for the four-game slate of the, uh, of the Phoenix Suns. Because they also just don't know what's going to happen with Bill because he's targeting the practice. So, look, it is what it is, and I guess we'll find just, out from them. I, I just wanted to tackle that while we were talking about it because there might not be a lot of opportunities to talk about Grace and Allen later on. And no. um, look, I've As had a competition. <laughs> I've had a competition where there's been lots of chat about vetoes at the moment. But why I'm doing some trades oh. is I've got DeAndre Ayton, Jeremy Grant, and Malcolm Brogdon. They've all just missed Friday's game against the Mavericks, mm-hmm. all due to knee soreness and concussions. Um, but basically, all those guys yeah. from Portland are missing at the moment. Um, in Toronto, Otto Porter left Friday's game. Not really fantasy relevant. Laurie Markkinen's still out, though. Um, Johnny Collins has mm-hmm. been getting a run. But I really love that Walker Kessler's coming into the lineup. 
there, but he will miss Monday's game. Um, I wonder if this is a little bit of he's come back a little bit too fast and uh, they're giving him a rest. And Landry Shaman has missed a game. Yeah, foot soreness. He just and that's a bit of a shame for Walker Kessler because he just made his way back into the starting lineup in the last game, and it was the elbow, and it's connected now to the right foot soreness bone, apparently. So Walker's going to miss at least the first one of this week for the Utah Jazz. Yeah, Larry as as a Larry owner in a couple of leagues, him missing this many games is just so detrimental. Like you really see the hole that he leaves in your team when Larry doesn't play. Points, threes. He really does fill it up. Like the man's an absolute bloody weapon. And on that as well, Matty, I'm looking, I've got you in another league this week as well. I think we're going back to back in one of the leagues. I think we just played in each other in ESPN. And I think we're up against each other in another league this week as well. So I've got back to back Matt Weeks, I think. You got me in the one where I had Jeremy Grant, Aiton, Brogdon, Jamal Murray, and Lamelo Ball out. So I was tanking that one. Um, but which, yep. which league are we playing in this week? We're playing in the Insight League, and you've only got oh. like game. The only, the only, and this is let's get. You know what? This is oh, Maddie, oh, Maddie. This is a beautiful little segue. Can I segue? Can we segue? Yep. I'm gonna do, do a segue. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a segue. I guess if that's what we're talking about, I guess it's time to do a bit of a, uh, a bit of a like who's hot for the week. Pull over by this hot guy and let me out. I think an absolute two hot guys this week are going to be absolute wrecking balls in Joel Embiid in Tyrese Maxey. If you were Joel owner and you are, that's why I bring it up funnily enough because I'm going up against you and Joel this week. Now, there is a possibility that he rests on this one, but the 76ers have a blessed, like the blessed schedule. They play Detroit and Washington twice. Now, just... You can count me down for 20 against these two teams. Mate, I'm telling you, I'm telling you now. I just where's where's our mate Dodgy? Where's Damien? Yeah. I want him to be like, how do you want it? Because this is going to be either one of two things: a potential blowout, both of them, and so your stars don't get to put up the runs on the board, or they, like, or they just just pull them and they don't play. So just keep our eyes on Joel Embiid. He was questionable heading into earlier games this week on Monday, so. Not there, but they do have the uh, back-to-back on Friday and Saturday, Philadelphia. So there is a possibility that Joel Embiid, but they've got the easiest schedule of the week, obviously, looking at those guys. Uh, talking about, I think they're going to be absolutely blistering owns this week. So we can also then, I guess, gain some value from Who else are you looking around the fringes there in Philadelphia are some hot guys to pick up for the week, Matty? Look, Melton. Melton, of course, should be owned. Um, Kelly Oubre, I've picked him up and stashed him in a, in a couple legs probably about 10 days ago. Um, I've which which has cost me, but I think that it's the right call. I think that he'll be all right come the end of the year. I know that he's only 63% rostered, but 19 minutes in his first game, 24 minutes in the next game. Of course, he's going to come back a little bit rusty after missing a lot of games, but he was playing 30 minutes a night in a lot of those earlier ones. Yep. I do wonder if Kelly Oubre is probably the fringe guy out of out of that. I don't expect much from a Paul Reed or some of those other guys. No, look, we only look in Paul Reed. You've got like guys like Batum and Covington floating around the uh, around the outside there, but they're really fringy guys in this situation. And again, it's all about like, okay, do they smack them sideways on the first game, and then do you get news that they're going to rest them the second game? Because 
we all know Paul Reed didn't start and Nursey didn't roll Paul Reed out there. Manny Malley was saying, it's like, when are they going to just start Paul Reed in this situation? But we're just going to look for the, when are we going to look for the update on Joel Embiid? And I think that's it. The the toughest schedule then though, vicariously through this, we're looking at the, uh, the easy time, the toughest schedule for the week. But I don't know if it's tough, mate, because the Orlando Magic, they're surging. But they do have a, a big one. They play the Celtics and the Cavs twice. So it's pretty much a blockbuster week. If you want to look at your value for where they shake out in the Eastern Conference, this is going to be one of those weeks. But the Cavs need to be at full health as well. Yeah, look, when you look at these guys, like Jalen Suggs is a little bit of a question mark. Cole Anthony, um, 69% giggity uh, owned on Yahoo. Um, he's been playing some really good minutes at the moment. I think that Cole Anthony should be owned. Um, even like, where is the updates on Wendell Carter Jr. and Markel Fultz coming? They're just out every game and they're coming yep. soon. Like, can you give us some fucking transparency? Yeah, I'd love that as a Wendell Carter Jr. owner. I'd like that, and I and I like that Fultzy was starting to put it together as well. But I think with I think what we'll do is because looking at the schedule for them this week, that I think what we'll see is we'll see them return by the end of the week. But there's been no official word from the Magic, and I'm not sure if they're wanting to rush it either. Like they've been going okay, and so they don't have this impetus to be like, oh fuck, we've got to get Wendell back out there. Like he's just we've got such a glaring hole. The, the, the teams coalesce without him which is good and bad. So, like, you probably might want to have a little bit of a cheeky buy low on Wendell Carter Jr. when he's coming back into the lineup because there might be an owner who's been out there straight away who's, like, held on to him, held on to him. He's had this promise because he was starting to put it together. Two or three games, if he's not getting the minutes yet, just slide it under the radar. I'd be like, hey, mate, can, like, what's your feels? And just throw him in a trade. Maybe, maybe buy low on Wendell Carter if he doesn't come back straight away. Because you might be yep. eased back into action, and I think you could get—I think you could get a good piece for it. Can I throw a piece in? Goga Badate is only eighteen percent rostered, and he's the hundred and fourteenth ranked player on Yahoo at the moment. Like he played twenty-five and twenty-eight in the last couple of games. I know he had that fifteen-minute game, but he was shooting one of six and playing dog shit in that game. Yep. Um, look, twenty-five and twenty-eight in the last couple of games, yep. shot eighty-five percent in his last game, and got four blocks. He should be rostered. Yeah, hundred percent. So until until further notice, run run out your goga, run out, the, and also like Utah. Let's look at just have a look at what happened when Walker Kessler was out last time. Your servant became a start. Like you could roll your servant out there or, or Kelly Olynyk and get some nice little value as well for Monday like for the first games of the week. With we don't know what's going on with Walker Kessler. So if you're looking for those it big man stats early on, decision last game, which worries me though. Um, I'm yeah. chasing Kelly Olynyk a bit more than yet seven. I like look. I like. I think he didn't play because Walker was out there though, and he, and Walker started, but without Walker. So I think I guess he gets bumped back into the lineup. And will they start him again? Like it's possible. Like I'm not sure. I mean, again, what's going on with Will Hardy, one of the best coaches in the NBA? I don't know, but it is what it is. Um, Matty, I've got a bit of an idea for this one. I would love to have a look at the uh, the game breakdown for the week, and let's go for this one. So let's have a look at the um, the games for the week and how they break down. Do you want to take us through what days? And how many games we've got lined up, mate? Yeah, we've got 13 on Monday. We've got five on Tuesday. We've got nine on Wednesday, seven on Thursday, eight on Friday, 10 on Saturday, and five on Sunday. So I suppose the big game weeks are Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday. But if you're looking to stack a little bit, uh, Thursday, seven, Friday, eight, and 10 Saturday. Um, So, yeah, we'll take you through the teams that are going to have – four games and even three games and yeah, look at those blessed schedules. 
Well, I guess you could say pretty much every team in the NBA is playing four games this week, apart from the three-game teams. So let's just focus on the three-game teams and factor in basically most of the NBA. So your four games are Atlanta, Boston, Brooklyn, Charlotte, Chicago. I'm going to do this by letter. Charlotte, Chicago, Cleveland, Dallas, Denver, Detroit, Golden State, Houston, Indiana, Clippers, Heat, Milwaukee, New Orleans, New York, Knicks, Philadelphia, Phoenix, Portland, Sacramento, San Antonio, um, and Utah and Washington are your four gamers. Your threes are the Lakers, the Grizz, Minnesota, OKC, Orlando, and Toronto. But this is the big one I want, Maddie. A shout out to the Memphis Grizzlies and to you. When I was doing my prep for this one, I've been on I've been on Jar Watch for a while for you because they play three games this week. Now they have it tough with the Rockets twice, who are a good opponent for them. But they have a three-game week, which means one thing. Jar Morant returns in week nine on Tuesday versus the Pelicans on the second night of a Grizzlies back-to-back as they're playing OKC on the Monday. Jar season is here. How are you how are you feeling about that? What a gun. Um look, you know what? I'm just gonna shoot this one right out there. And um <laughs> please. No, look, it's it's really good to have him back. We really need him. I'm just really worried with Smart Out, with five or six of our core numbers up, not to expect too much if we lose maybe, say, five of the next ten. I wonder if we'll start entering tanking season. Um, and I know it's earlier on in the year, but... I tell you what, it's a long way back from where the Grizzlies are at the moment. Uh, the Memphis right now on the ladder are like last. And, man, it's going to be a long way back whether they're there or not, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I have this vision in my head, though, of Marcus Smart being improved. And he's only slightly behind. So you're not, probably not going to see him this week. But you could very much well see Marcus Smart come back on the on that back-to-back set or not play the back-to-back set, play one of them with Jar in week nine. Like we are looking at he is nearing a return. I had a look today, just a bit curious, and the last report was that he's out for the game. So they've only said that he's out for the game, but he's apparently been back training and he seems to be trending toward a return as well. So for me, I'm like very curious about how that shakes up because then we get to see the promise of this team. And you're right, they're like 6-15 and 15 right now. So they're 13th. They're six games away from a playing spot in the West. The Pelicans could fall. The Clippers, who knows? But I actually think they've got half a chance because the I Warriors just look haven't. At the Warriors at ten and twelve, though, like I can't bet against Steph. Yeah, but I can because I'm looking at who's around him right now in this weird season. Like I know they're just sub five hundred, and their record should be better than this, but it's not. But you get back a full strength Memphis team. Like that is a scary starting lineup for me. I think that's a decent starting lineup. If you roll out there, Jar Morant, Marcus Smart, Desmond Bain, Triple J, and as I said, any one of the Swiss Army Knight Memphis Grizzlies from Santi Aldama to your bloody Roddies, you know, Bismack whichever kind Biombo. of Bismack Biombo for the love of fuck. I don't care who you throw out there, but you've got four really cool guys there that are, yeah. are going to put something on, and they're all chip of the shoulder kind of guys, especially Jar and Marcus. So that kind of grit and grind Memphis attitude. I'm looking at the six and fifteen. If they can get through this week with one of these wins against Houston and pick up another one, and let's say they go and, and Golden State wins too, they're only four games back. Yeah, like, I just I see a pathway. 
I just see Jar's going to be given everything. And everything. Do you think there's the chance maybe for a buy low on Jar? If no. you have if you have no. players like Anthony Simons and um and a few guys like that and they come back and they see 30 pieces and these people have been losing their matchups yeah. with yeah. Jar Morant, do you think you could trade for him? I've thought about this because I've got Jar. Like I I mean, shout out to um one bloke I know in a league who did the dirty and thank God he got moved from IR. <laughs> Um, for all those guys. Because I asked the question. I, I literally asked Doc A on ESPN. I'm like, what's going on with this? Because I heard at the beginning of the season that guys who were suspended would not be able to be IR'd. Like that was just a thing. And then the a commissioner would have to do it, which was against the rules of the rest of the league. So I just, I, I hit him up on Twitter and I was like, what's the go? Because I've been telling people not to draft Ja Morant unless you can bear to stash him on your roster. Because we're, we, play in, we play in a couple of different leagues, Maddie. Like, let's be honest. In our... We plan a I'm lot. In like like, so <laughs> I would not touch Jarmer. I wouldn't I did not want to touch Jarmorant in your ESPN league because it's a 10-man league, like only like a roster spot of like nine guys. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you'd you'd have to take him really like late, late, late to think about like basically tanking the first half of your season, like the Grizz, and then come back. So I took him in our Yahoo league in like I said if he was about there in about the hundredth, I'm gonna just try him in one league. And I've waited all this time for him. He's taken up a spot on my team. Like I've lost weeks, like by 40, 50 points, six assists, two steals, shit yeah. that I'd be able to be getting from Ja Morant. And I've been losing like two, seven. And I just look at how close, like assists was like six, steals was like one, threes, like two points. And they're streaming. And I've got this just occupied spot, which says Ja, <laughs> please fucking hurry up. You know what I mean? So I've thought about it. And I just don't think to answer the question with that, is I think if people and owners have put this much investment into the in now, they're not going to give up before he returns. But I also don't think they're going to be cashing out those chips early until we've seen him for at least a week and a half, two weeks. And if he looks himself, if he's looking explosive, if he's looking jar, there's no chance on God's green earth. But I think the window gets just cracked ajar slightly if a jar. he sucks a little bit. You get it? A jar. Yep. Thank you. I just think it gets pushed open a little bit slightly if he doesn't play well off the cuff because people are going to be looking for him to come back and be this like grr, mean mugging like superstar that is Ja Morant. He is one of the league's superstars for all intents and purposes. But I think what happens there is that if you invest too heavy in him early on, you're not going to get that back. But if he does come out of the blocks and he does get your attention, well, that could be some sell high value. And I think that's where it creeps into that sell high value because if you're selling high on that, you're doing on the performance of Ja Morant then and there. And if he's going to come back and do that and then the Grizzlies tank and then he doesn't play, that's where you could get your return or you get a similar value of player back around that time for Ja Morant. So that's what I'm really looking forward to on that one. With all that being said, though, they're in an interesting position because this week we were talking about the games and Maddie mentioned the games that they're on. The two low-volume games here that we're looking at this week are Tuesday and Thursday. So Tuesday, there's five games, and on Thursday, there's seven games. Now, this is a really interesting play. The Celtics, the Bulls, the Cavs, the Mavs, the Nuggets, the Warriors, the Clippers, the Kings play both days. Now, of all of those teams, though, Boston and Golden State, also play on the low-volume Sunday day, which has five games as well. 
So you've got your five-game Tuesday, your seven-game Thursday, and a five-game Sunday. So I guess this brings us to this one. We're going to have a look at some of these guys. Targets acquired. Yeah, because what you can do is you can make one ad there, Maddie. Crack that drink open for me, please. Thank you for drinking while I cannot with this head cold. Brilliant. Bless out to daycare. Um, this means that if you're looking to get one ad for the week and get some juice on those low volume days, just check your roster spot and the guys that present yourselves because we're looking for Sammy Hauser, Peyton Pritchard, Super Dario Saric, Kevin Looney, Jonathan Kaminga, or Moses Moody, Maddie, because those guys are going to get three games of juice this week on low volume days more than other blokes. That's what you're kind of looking for. Yeah, and and I like that, like three games. Like even if you think, like Sam House is one of those guys that can just stink it up one game. We saw yeah. it in his last game. But over three games, he's, what, probably nearly going to hit 10 threes. It's a nice little clawback. Do you need some extra rebounds? Can I give you some defensive stats? Look, Kevin Looney's around the place occasionally on some wise, depending on how deep your league is. And if you're playing in a 10-person league, you've got a streaming spot, you're probably going to get your, you're probably going to be able to get your loonies. You know what I mean? Dario's been having a decent season. There's some rebounds and some assistance and playmaking for you. Oh, do you just want some points? Go and get your Peyton Pritchard, who's going to get some more minutes yeah, out there. This season. Like, exactly. So who are you going to get? I, like, I did notice that you were mentioning the Bulls um, mm-hmm. playing both days of that. Do you know what jersey I'm wearing right now? You know I'm wearing the jersey of a Bulls legend. You are. Cam Besto. Yes. Turn around. Show it off to the yeah. world. Cam Bester, I tell you what, his his brother Jared Bester is currently playing for Tassie. I think he's playing in Israel at the moment, but that's a Bulls legend. He is a Bulls legend, mate. We've had some, we've had some, we've had some legends. Denzel Valentine, former Chicago Bulls, playing in Australia this mm. year in the NBL down in Sydney. Where I've got to actually go and check him out. Uh, I've got to get myself to a Kings game. But yeah, look, I like the, I like the. The value there. I also like if you're looking for the Tuesday and Thursday quality, though, we've got some Chicago Bulls games going on in these ones. So I never know what's going on with Alex Caruso. He's in and out one day. But Patty Williams, I reckon, is a really good ad. Uh, look for Monday's uh, practices after his updates. I'm about to sneeze. I'm about to do that. The cold's kicking in, Maddie. It's you're right. Um, but also you're having a look at some of those Mavs um, with – with Kyrie out at the moment, I actually really like Dante Exum. Um, Tim yeah. Hardaway's been owned in a lot of the rosters that I've been looking at, and Derek Jones in some of those, uh, I suppose, those leagues. Like, we go 200 deep in some of our leagues, but Dante yep. Exum hasn't been owned in in anything. And after scoring, what was it, 18 last game, he was an absolute oh, firecracker. I've probably watched more of Dante Exum than he's a Southeast Melbourne Phoenix owner. I've probably watched more Dante Exum than most. And if he's out and he gets opportunity, yeah, he's going to score very well. Yeah. Yeah, 20, yeah 23, Exum, two threes, six rebounds, seven assists. The complete line with one turnover from Dante. Do you, do you know, like, think about how long ago Dante Exum was drafted. He is still only 28 years old. Um, like he's just one of those guys that just needed a little bit of time. He's he's an elite player, and if he gets the opportunity with uh with Kyrie out, I think that he's rosterable in he's he's worth he's, a pun in 12 team formats, in 14, 16, and 20 man formats, he should be owned. I think I think Dante Exum is one of the best Australian basketball stories for a while, and he's often forgotten for being like this great hope, like when he got drafted into the league in Utah, he was this 
rangy like you know defender and he had this reputation as a playmaker and he had the head on his shoulders and then injuries belied his career for much of it his international career is really fighting back up because whenever he goes onto the international stage he shows up like Paddy Mills is obviously like the greatest boomer of all time and I say that with Ooh, all my gazy. head on my heart I with exactly my boy Andrew Gaze but we all know what Paddy Mills done for the Australian game to get us over the line and pull us to a medal that Gazy couldn't so I'm just gonna have to give a a doff of the cap to Gazy and be like he's the spiritual leader of of all things <laughs> and of he's the spiritual leader of all things Minnesota like legend Andrew Gaze Seton Hall legend Andrew Gaze you know like this is we're going way back and and we're not and we're not giving any disrespect here to Shane Heal you know God bless you Shane <sighs> But I think the I think the main thing here is that Dante Exum's a guy who's proven himself on the international stage. He's come back up and found just a nice role in this team in Dallas. And when he's been called on, he's been out there getting you some stats. So this week with Kyrie, iffy for Monday, definitely an ad on Monday. Can you bring him in for another team this week? Like for the Tuesday if Kyrie's out? Yep, cool. Because let's look at the back-to-backs, Manny. And so we've got the back-to-backs Monday, Tuesday. So this is where we're just talking about Dallas. So your Monday, Tuesday, so the Bulls, the Cavs, the uh, the Mavericks, the Nuggets, the Clippers, and Sacramento. So for me, look at Reggie Jackson, Norm Powell, Keegan Murray, Herder, Barnes, or Malik Monk to start my week. Um, who are you going for Tuesday, Wednesday, mate? You back to backs. Um, Tuesday, Wednesday. Who's playing back to backs on Tuesday, Wednesday? That's the Lakers and Phoenix. Again, yeah, Eric Gordon and Grayson Allen. I didn't think that we'd be talking about Grayson Allen again, but hey, here we well, are. I wanted you to have that um, opportunity. That's why I set up the Phoenix one for you. Like, can, can I get another Grayson Allen mention on it? Like Brad Beal again. Um, with the Lakers, there's, I suppose it's hard to work out what's going on with them because they've got all these deep cut guys like your Ruiz, your Torian Princes, and it's just whoever's, I suppose, performing on that night. Yeah, I think it's like you've seen Torian Prince now fill the starting role for the last few games in the in-season tournament. So I think he'll stay there. But Cam Reddish seems to be the also like the other main beneficiary right now. Like they're really rolling him out. So it seems to be D'Angelo, Torian, Cam, LeBron, and Anthony Davis, which is just a massive lineup. Uh, Wednesday, Thursday, you're looking at Brooklyn, the Heat, and the Jazz. Haskes has been owned at most of the places around there. Cam Thomas, funnily enough, is floating around for some streams. But as we said, you just want to keep that status for Utah uh, available for Wednesday and Thursday. See what's going on with Walker Kessler by that point. You might be looking for a Linux or your servant. Keontae George has been picked up and dropped more time than you were in high school by that first girl that broke your heart. So just to see if Keontae is floating around for a bit of a cheeky stream Wednesday, Thursday. Uh, Thursday, Friday is Boston. Maddie, the weekend though, the doors open up a little bit. Yeah, we've got Atlanta, which, of course, we're looking at blokes like your Sadiq Bay and um, maybe your Bogdan Bogdanovich. Uh, we've got Charlotte. PJ Washington's been on the waiver a little bit. Um, Miles Bridges is going to be owned. But I don't mind Brandon Miller um, with uh, with Lamelo out. I think people have been a bit slow to catch on to that. Uh, with Detroit, you're probably looking at your Jaden Ivies, uh, your Killian Hayes. Um, Indiana have been good. Bruce Brown's been not rostered in all formats. The Knicks, um, Brunson's been, I suppose, a little bit banged up. Look, yep. keep an eye on quickly and Quinton Grimes, and that that rotation just keeps changing. Um, Thibodeau's been having a bit of a play with the Knicks, haven't they? 
Yeah, he has. And especially with this foot thing with Mitchell Robinson starting off the week with being out on the uh, first games of the week. If that lingers around, you're probably going to get some value out of Hartenstein later in the week. But then again, last year when Mitchell Robinson was out, Hartenstein wasn't getting all those minutes. They ran some small lineups and they bought Obi Toppin into that without Obi Toppin there this year in the Knicks. You might actually be forced to see some, but I reckon you're, you're right on that Brandon Miller one. He's only 57% owned in Yahoo leagues. I can see that going up with LaMelo Ball still being out for the next couple of weeks there at least uh, with more updates to come on him. Saturday, Sunday, uh, sorry, uh, Saturday, Sunday, we're only out to the Warriors, as we said, Milwaukee and Portland. And then to set us up at the end of the week, Maddie, we're looking at the uh, Houston Rockets and the, your favorite team in the NBA, the Washington Wizards. Mate, I'll talk about Tyus Jones any chance I get, but I tell you, you dropped what, him today in a league. Did that break your heart having to do that? Yeah, it did. It did, but. Anyway, it is what it is. Um, I know to cut my losses when we can, um, and I've had him in basically every league. I even had Trey Jones in a lot of leagues, and honestly, it's probably cost me a a lot of spots in some leagues. Um, I just had. You know what's not going to cost you a lot, Matty? You know what's not going to cost you a lot and be like almost safe as houses? Match betting, mate. And and let me tell you now, our sponsor, Bonus Bank, is right there with you because if you want risk-free – if you don't want to have to roll the dice and see what happens with your tires or your Trey Joneses, if you want to like a risk-free, tax-free income, something that's low risk to get back, well, you can find out all you need to from our friends, Bonus Bank. Make sure you log online. It's free to join and make your first $75, but for less than $2 a day, you can get a premium subscription to Bonus Bank. This is where their wizardry comes in. They've got all their online tutorials. Find out how you can really push the tempo like NBA pace and make your dollars count. Uh, if you use promo code INSIGHT, you get 25% off your first month subscription. And guys who use it successfully are making over 2.5K in their first two months by using their match betting system. Again, use promo code INSIGHT, get bonus make, and get money in your wallet before Christmas. It makes sense, Matty. Mate, I'm a bit of a degenerate when it comes to the punt. And um, look, <laughs> when it comes to bonus bank, it's sort of, uh, it's sort of you know, be, like a lot of these promos that are prey on the people that just love to get out there, get their money out there, try and make a quick buck. But Bonus Bank really plays that against themselves um, yep. to make sure that, you know, your betting agency is beating another betting agency and you throw your money, you hit the promos, you get your money back and uh, make a little bit along the way. It's actually phenomenal that it's a thing. Yep. Yeah, look, I'm not going to lie, make sure to pick up some extra coin from it, just like looking at what uh, parlays are going and where I can get that matched up and get my money returned. So I'm basically playing with free money and then making a profit off that, then using that to roll into something else, which has been extremely nice. Extremely nice. Look, I'll call this one my my hot, hot guys for the week. Here, off the top of your head, Matty, let's do, let, let's, let's do this one. Actually, let's call them the big horses for the week. Here we go. Shout out to our homie, Miguel. A couple of big horses that I'm going to try and ride for this week, uh, I guess, I'm looking at Dante Exum. I'm looking at Eric Gordon in Phoenix. Even with Bill back, I don't know what's going to go on there. Maybe Grayson Allens, but also probably looking at, I don't know, I would probably say he's a deep cut. I'm really liking what Derek Jones Jr. has been doing. And with Grant Williams out and returning to practice, I think one of your absolute smoky pickups for the week could be Derek Jones Jr. If you had to pick between Dante Exum and Derek Jones Jr., who would you pick? I'm 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 probably going to have to say Dante number one, but I do think there is more of an extended run opportunity based on the injury for Derek for the week. It depends. Yeah, 
I, th- I think Derek depends on what you want positionally. I think Dante, I think Dante gets the nod from me, but I think I think Derek is probably one who I'm looking over my shoulder, a bit like, what am I really chasing here? What am what am I going for? Because he can get some of those defensive stats that I might be chasing towards my end of my week. And yeah, I want to I want to see how it goes because Kyrie could be back in in the second game and and Dante loses value on Tuesday. So I've been looking at Isaiah Hartenstein. I'm still sort of looking at um, Malik Beasley. He's been in and out of my roster basically all year. Um, You've been used Caleb him Martin. and abused him like like just all year in leagues across it. Every time I see you add, I have a laugh to myself now. Yeah, look, I just get him at the right times and then just ship him out. I've even got Chris Middleton uh, coming in on some leagues now. He's been better. Yep. Um, but Caleb Martin, uh, Nick Richards with the injury to to – Williams. Um, yeah, and look, even Tim Hardaway Jr., again, one of those blokes in Dallas. I think I've got to say, go... I think you're right. I think, yeah, go on. I was going to say, I, I actually go think Tim Hardaway you... or Dante over Derek Jones Jr., I think. Yeah, I think, I think Tim Hardaway can put over those points. I just, I'm like, I look, I like what Derek has been doing, and I'm just going to give him some love. And I think you're right. Tim Hardaway has been on a bit of a heater. The start this season, he was money, but. I do want to touch on that one. I think one of the most underrated assets in fantasy right now has been Caleb Martin. He's slowly just come back into the radar. I just over his games, you start to see him put it back together. He started at 12, 15, 21, 26, 18, and then he cracked up to 31 minutes. His last game was a season high 34. Now he missed both of his free throws and his free throw percentage has been shot since he's come back to be fair, but the peripheral stats that he's been doing across the board have been nice. So if you can live with that, like percentages on your free throws a little bit. Just look for Caleb Martin because he's put together a nice little string right now since he's come back. And he's just kind of flown under the radar in this Miami Heat team that's or Haskins is getting all the attention. But he's just been getting nice value. I picked him up in a dynasty league today off waivers. So there you go. <laughs> Caleb Martin. Um and look, maybe he's just gonna end up being a stream, but I've ended up moving some guys to IR. I've got Malachi Branham and a few blokes like that in taxi, which I don't didn't want to take out. And Caleb Martin yeah. was just sitting there. He's been really good in the last in the last little stretch, and maybe he can. Like last year, he was really good. Um, he was serviceable. Yeah. He uh, banged himself out a uh, keeper role in fourteen man. Yeah. He's a he's a bloke that you can look to add. Yeah, hundred percent, especially in fourteen teams. If Caleb if Caleb Martin's on there, and look, this is the weird thing when you have a look. Where is he? Where's his roster percentages? Thirty percent. Only up 1% with all this in the last week. So in the last week, with all these numbers he's been putting together, 15 points, 24 points, 18 points with six rebounds, 12 rebound game. That 24 and 12 game was massive. 18 points, two rebounds, three threes and a steal. You start to look around this and you're like, how is this guy only rostered 30% when you start to look at some other guys? He just doesn't have the name. And so these are the guys you look at for the teams that are performing. And the Miami Heat, just a low key, are just one of these teams that are chugging along the radar nicely. Um, guys like Alex Caruso as well, he's been up. He's at 37%. Even though injured, he went down with that injury. He's been chugging along. He's been having a nice season. So just look for these like fringy guys and where you can get them on the back-to-back streams. Use them, abuse them, and then drop them and move on. I've got one more. It's Ooh. Goga. He's 18% owned in Yahoo. Um, shot 85% in the last game, as I mentioned earlier. 13, yeah. 8, and 4 blocks. I don't really understand why he's not blocked he was this good at you know probably two or three weeks ago um everybody's jumped off him because wendell carter jr was coming back i've stashed wendell carter jr in in some leagues um the perfect pairing is to have goga 
and then move Wendell Carter Jr. back in when he comes in. Goga will go back to backup. He won't be that good. Uh, but as long as Wendell Carter Jr. is out, the magic staff are fucking awful at giving us updates for the second yeah. time. Goga should be added. Now, look, there's two other ones I want to pick up. Now, these guys don't have the the games this week when we're looking at the numbers of them. Uh, we're looking at our four and our threes. But just to keep on our radar, because they do have four games this week, Killian Hayes is only 29% rostered, and he's been on a nice little tear lately. I've just He's been chipping away some really nice value, doing it across the board. His percentages have been randomly he's solid. Been good. Yeah. He's been good. Been so good. guys like Killian Hayes, but also someone who I just want to put back up out there on the radar, Danny Advia. Now, he was on a bit of a heater for a while there, and then he stunk for two games. So no threes, six points, three rebounds, five assists. Cool. Then he got a triple eight. He got the 8.8 rebound, eight assist game. And I saw his ownership dip after that. I saw him go back onto some waiver wires. I'm like, oh, you must just like points. Oh, he didn't get any threes that game, did he? Oh, only shot 400 and 200 of the game before that. Someone got shit scared, needed to win their week, and has dropped him out. And now he's back to 65% owned. He's gone back up to one. Just have a look on your waiver wires and see if Danny Advi is around there because the Wizards suck, but he's been one of the bright spots for them most of the season. Him and Daniel Gafford. And Coos. He's 65% rostered and the 67th ranked player. Yep. Go figure. Get him in your lineups. Uh, there is some more important things in this world than points. Um, mm-hmm. The points are the points are the pretty girl stat. Like everybody oh, loves to just, to just pretty, pretty just have a look at the person that gets. But sometimes I like to dig deeper. And you've just got to have a look. You know, you like a nice conversation by the fireside, Maddie. You just yeah. talk about the f- talk about the future. What else can you bring to this relationship? Oh, you can rebound. Yeah. Oh, you can, really? You maybe can, maybe the blocks can, are just the kinky positions that can be put out. But oh, look, gets, and some steals are some nice little foreplay for your fantasy roster. Yeah, exactly. You just get it working with your with your fantasy roster. If you're into a man called Denny with a little pencil mustache, it's a mustache worse than mine. But you should add Denny. You should absolutely do that. And you should make sure you like and subscribe to all things Inside Fantasy Sports. Big shout out to our sponsors, of course, Astute Newstead. Hit in the description below. Chat to Ryan. If you're in Australia and looking for your first home line, that dream home line, it's not out of your reach, especially with the right advice. Look up our friend Ryan for financial advice you can trust, obligation free. Check out the links below. Get in touch. Tell him that we sent you. And a big shout out to the Standard Squeeze as well. It is coming up Christmas time. Maddie, what's the promo code? You got up there? Inside 15. Get yourself, get yourself right onto it right now. Apparel, drink coolers, everything. Get them for your friends. Get them for your family for Christmas. Take care, everyone. This is Inside NBA. Cheerio.